We're recording the podcast. This is the Are podcast. We? So now we can talk about the actual episode that Dick forced us to watch for some 90 seconds into listening to this. <clears throat> I feel like you were, this is like a weird fetish thing for you, Dick. Absolutely. I, you know what? I want to play the theme song. This is, do I, you I, rarely, have I rarely like want to do this. like a folder full of like little people porn? No, just uh, Hobbit stuff. No, a full computer. He's got his yeah, I got a hard drive. I got a hard drive. It's a tiny computer. Get it? Get it? Tiny okay. computer with a big hard it's drive. It's on an Apple Watch. All right, here we go. I need time to process. There is nothing wrong with your podcast feed, but there is something wrong with your taste of podcast. Unfortunately, now we are in control somehow. Ow. Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, do not attempt to turn off the podcast. Although you're fully capable of, we just really don't want you to. Welcome to LIW Anthology Series Review. I'm Phoenix West. Dick Dickhead. Adam Wilcox. We watched Amazing Stories. Oh, this is episode 49, by the way. We watched Amazing Stories 116, Gather Ye Acorns. From where the fuck is it? February second, nineteen eighty-six, and holy shit, did it feel wow. like it? Wow, wow, it was nineteen eighty-six. Holy shit, so, that's crazy, Dick. Uh, you chose this, so yes. All right, take over. Go ahead, Adam. Let's, wait, wait, uh, let's go get a wait, beer, wait, Adam. Just give you give you the um, bye the synopsis. No, no, it's your episode. Go ahead and talk for an hour. We'll be, we'll be back. Okay. <laughs> So Mark Hamill, uh, he's this is 1986. Mark Hamill post post trilogy, post trilogy hasn't really worked in a long time, and maybe got a few guest spots on some soap operas. Maybe uh, I can imagine uh, Luke Skywalker is sitting there in his house in Malibu, and he's like, "Oh shit, I gotta pay rent. My mortgage is up. I need to get a job. I gotta gather you job money." Uh, pay for this house. So uh, thank God my wife's a dental assistant. She can pay the bills while I uh, still make money off of uh, the Star Wars uh, thing that I did three years ago. Um, I'll do Amazing Stories. Sure, let's do it. Hey, Spielberg's name's attached. Exactly. It's a big show. So, yeah. He probably got paid a pretty good chunk of change for this. This for, is back in the day when you could get paid big money on a TV show. Five, six days work? Fuck it. Oh, absolutely. Tons nah, of make- well, he probably. I would say the turnaround of these shows are probably three weeks. Because yeah, TV, for some reason, has to be that long. They don't film that long, though. Yeah, three weeks, no. roughly. Depending on what what it is, because I think with shows like these anthology shows, fucking, they might have three weeks. They can film movies in three weeks. They're not shooting a 20, no, 22 minute, yeah, yeah, low budget movies, or like, <clears throat> okay, who gives a shit? Um, I don't think they shot Andersonville in thirty days. No, but that's that's different. But we'll talk about that next, and and it'll be Adam's last show. But let's talk about <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about. This this is a this is a sad sad week. I, I what's well, funny because it, it's a show that has mixed messages. Because what's the message of the episode? Be a bum. I think Ignore this is sadder. This is sadder than Andersonville for me. 
<laughs> that guy's pathetic. Exactly. Okay, so you did the backstory of the episode, why Mark Hamill would do it. I think Mark Hamill is the best thing in the episode by far because he's... Oh, he's very good. He's fine. He's, he's, good, he's good. Yeah. He's not great in the beginning when he's trying to play a 17-year-old yeah. or whatever. Right. But when well, he's, he's old... 34. When he's when he's in ma- old man makeup, he's fine. It, he, yeah, he did a good job. It was yeah. serviceable. He did an excellent John Hammond impression from Jurassic Park. Yeah, before John Hammond. So, would you say Richard Attenborough stole was uh, was given <laughs> his cue from Steven Spielberg, who said, "Watch this episode," and I watched it do what Mark does. Watch this amazing story. It's amazing. It's an amazing story. I Richard, came up with a story. This. What's this amazing story, story, Richard? It's my idea. I came up with it. I'm amazing. <laughs> I'm He's trying like that. so hard to wrap my head around what we just watched and my feelings toward it. And I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to a therapist about like some molestation story that happened that I just realized. And I'm just like, I I don't have any memories or emotions attached to it yet. Exactly. I've yet to process this information because it's so fresh. Yeah. And I don't know how to feel. I feel like in a week I'm going to hate you. Oh, but, I don't care. But right now, <laughs> it's it's so... You've just been touched. <laughs> I, 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 don't, yeah. I don't need a week. Uh, we're already there. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm trying to rate the episode right now so I can talk about it later. Uh, and I'm just so confused. Uh, but let's talk our way through this. Um, okay. <laughs> He's uh, a young boy, 1932. A uh, young boy is he's talking to his annoying fucking mom who sounds like... Uh, Miss Hathaway from the Beverly Hillbillies. Just everything is so high-pitched for no reason. She's wearing a period costume, so she has to talk in a very period voice. She does what I hate in movies with a whisper scream. Yeah. Why are you going that? Like, uh, calm the fuck down. I don't, are you mad or not? Uh, but it, she... I don't remember what she says to him. I, I have no... You're basically lazy. Go Someone. outside. Sit under a tree, read your yeah. medical book because you're going to be a doctor. <laughs> yeah. She called him an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And she said something about um, people are going to hate you in 2017 because Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really. She she has she has the sight. She has the touch. Yes. Um, but she tells him. She, says, she said something about the Joker and the Giver, which makes no sense. And then, you know, you got to, you know. These yeah. are all terrible. Okay. Stick with this. Um, with three people on the screen, you can you can't really do backgrounds on here. No, unless it's really simple. But okay, so she yeah he goes outside. He sits below a tree, starts to read his medical book, and then he gets hit literally by an acorn. And he looks up, and there's a there's a, a molestation troll in the tree, and it's hopping around, it's moving around, and it's it's I w- I was yearning for Warwick Davis as the as the <laughs> leprechaun, but instead we get this guy. And he tells Warwick Davis would have been fifteen at this point. He was still acting. You know that guy Haggard from the fucking Harry Potter movies? He looks like that if you squashed him down to like one eighth scale. Yeah. (laughs) One eighth scale Haggard. Do you notice he he slurs like crazy? Like he must have been shit faced this episode. Oh absolutely. That troll, the guy that plays the troll is like You're gonna be rich. You're gonna be so successful. You have no idea. I'm Mother Nature's only son. Suppose that's not even makeup. They just picked him up off the street, fed him his lines like five minutes, and roll him. And shot just whatever the fuck he said. As with any midget, 
Um, sorry if that uh, term offends you, but as with any dwarf or mini-person. Mini the correct term is a little person. The little person sounds way Peter more offensive Dinklage. to me. But you're gonna it get, does, doesn't it? I agree with you. But you get the, the saddest facts about them because he died in 1990 at age 38. Who? The, Dave Rappaport, the, the troll. Oh, he was only 38 years old? Yeah, 38. Oh my god, he looked way older than that. Yeah. So he was on Holy his deathbed when he made this episode. Yeah, he died four years later of something. How, okay. Let me look what it up. What does it say? Suicide by gunshot. Oh god. Oh, that'll do it. Oh god. It. It's, it gets so episode. much sadder. Yeah. Oh my god, this makes the episode better for me. Okay, Ugh. despite his successful professional career, David was beset by personal unhappiness and acute depression. He was booked to play the darkly comic role of Zilbian, Trader Kivis, Fajo, and Star Trek Next Generation. <gasps> Subsequently played by gifted Canadian actor Saul Rubinek. However, yeah. on May, May 2nd, 1990, Rupert's third suicide attempt was successful as he shot himself in the third. chest. In the chest, like an NFL player wants to save his brain. With a 38 <laughs> caliber revolver he bought 15 days earlier. The 38-year-old nice. actor was buried at Waltham Abbey Cemetery in England. Oh my god, this is fucking fantastic. I didn't know that. Jesus. In this the, is this is incredible. He's British. So's Warwick. Obviously. Davis. So's uh, Game of Thrones. Why can't I think of his name? Peter Dinklage. Peter, Peter Dinklage. Dinklage. Peter, uh, Peter is not English. Peter Dinklage is American. Really? Yeah, he's from yeah. New York. Oh, really? I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's I have, not, he's but not pixels. Yeah. No, yeah. Peter Dinklage. But is you the get match. British people are really good at an American accent, so I just assumed yeah. that was the case. No, I had no, no idea. Dinklage just has a very distinguished voice. Peter Dinklage is just a good just actor. Like a boot, that's yeah. that's even more incredible because the oh, British yeah, no, accent no. is hard to fake. Yeah. No, Dinklage is where it's at. He's fucking awesome. Good for him. Oh, oh, oh. He's not going to commit suicide three times. No, because he's like winning awards and shit. He should. Yeah, he has happy. all of the monies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he has all of the monies. Despite yeah. everyone hating that show, at least still. Well, that's Peter just Dinklage. it. He, he was he was able to collect all of the rewards from that show before it turned into shit. So he now, was smart. He, he cashed out early. Yeah. Now I can't I can't unsee this midget playing Fajo from that Star Trek episode. That's so bizarre that they would cast him to be that character. Why? I don't. I don't remember the role. Well, uh, in the episode, we're going to talk about Star Trek now. <laughs> in that episode, Data is stolen from uh, uh, this collector, and um, maybe that's why I gather Acorns. The connection is this: uh, he's a collector of very rare things, and Data is the only thing in the universe that is Data. So he kidnaps Data, fakes his death. And he, he tries to have them in his gallery until the, the whole episode. Until the movies come along, which is just several datas. Well, yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't talk about the movies. Oh, yeah, um, anyway. But yeah, and so uh, the, the Sal Rubinick plays the character in the show. That's the producer from True Romance. Remember the producer who's doing the Coke deal with, uh, with uh, Christian Slater? Uh, yes, but I haven't seen the movie in quite a while, so I can't picture his face. Okay, well, he's, he's very, oh, oh, what's going on over here? Oh, my God. He's very upsetting. He's very, very, very Jewy, if I could use that description. Yeah, you use that description a lot, so uh, <laughs> I feel like he, you're, you're almost grandfathered in with your terrible racism. It's true. Pretty I'm sure it's, it's all right. It's an expression anymore. <laughs> I, I think Jewy's okay if you look at his performance. It, it makes sense. It could have been Chewbacca's oh. name. Chewbacca. Exactly. Call, call them Chewbacca's Chewbacca. from now on. But, uh, yeah, but we've been talking about midgets the whole time, so we're far beyond pejoratives here. 
There, oh, there's funny. a big difference between Jewy and midget. Not really. Not a cor- not not to a midget. <laughs> yeah, but they've they've Depends been called the midget. They were called midgets for decades and centuries, and and this is Jewy. Yeah, they've which... been called worse for thousands more years, dude. <laughs> yeah. The, the Jewish people have been murdered I just, by millions. I just thought of the saddest movie ever, even worse than Andersonville, is is imagine like Schindler's List, but they're all midgets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. Well, what'd you call it? It's called what Under the call... Rainbow. It's called Under the what'd Rainbow. What'd you call it, Schindler's Short List? Come yes. on. Yeah. It's Sch- called Under the Rainbow. It was with Chevy Chase and Carrie Fisher. They did that movie. No, I want full-on remake of Schindler's List. Get Spielberg back on for Amazing Stories oh, episode. Oh God, there's a comedian that did this. He he did this fucking routine. He's like he's like my my dream is I want to remake movies. Maybe you were the one that told me this. I want to remake all the the classic movies, which is all little people, like all no, I, shot by shot remakes of everything. No, I just want well, to see this specific comedian. This was somebody famous too, and he just like. There's a whole bit. Like, it sounds like Godfather something Norm MacDonald would say. Yeah, it does sound like Norm MacDonald. Maybe it was Norm MacDonald. Yeah. Okay. Midgets. Let's get back to the actual plot. Um, the troll tells him There's to... There's a plot? Yeah, the troll tells him well, he's going to make a ton a of money. Story. Apparently it cuts. I wasn't aware. I didn't see one single transition that said what year it was. I, I Apparently I looked away every single you, time. You did. No, there, you did. There was no trend. No. No, there was. I mean, well, the 1932, and then I didn't. I don't remember yeah. seeing another year. I saw the 32. Uh, 19, 1955 pops up, and then I saw that one. Pops up. Yeah. So 55 is when they bulldoze the house, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then he, he moves on. But I think he only, I guess he only stays in the area of Nevada for, for the next 50 years. Out in the middle of the fucking desert. He didn't get very far from uh, Burbank, California. In a a shanty that looks like it was built in like two days. Well, they clearly built it so they could bulldoze it. Like, that's the goal. I don't... Okay, here's the transition here from 1932. Here we go. There's just no transition that says what year it is or how many years later it is. not seeing one. The radio says it. Jono, is that you? Go back. The the first thing... I think the radio says 38. I think. I just... Just played it. We didn't hear that. No, no, the, no. You talked over it. Go to the very. Wait, turns the knob. No, we said nothing. Yeah. Listen. Oh wow! There you go. Barely, oh, man. They really snuck that the fuck in. You there. gotta Barely. pay attention, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Barely. Gather ye, gather ye hearing aids. Holy! Well, well, they shouldn't say it the first thing when it's it's still turning up the volume. It's still turning You're on. You're supposed to be so embraced in the story. In the amazing story. Yeah. On your old TVs in '86, you would you would not have heard that. Oh God, no. No. <laughs> so. It would anyway. be like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's a, the speakers are behind the TV. Like, ugh. You would not have heard that shit. Okay. So, 1938, he shows up. He's a teenager now. They're amazing. Adam, was Blue Man Down better than this episode? Yeah. Yeah, right. Which one's Blue, which one's Blue Man Down again? With a cop that, that imagines her partner's there. 
Oh, yeah. no, not the, at all. The other amazing stories that we watched. No, yeah. no, not at all. Uh, yeah, this one's so, one so full of whimsy. And Even though and... I, I guessed that ending 14 seconds into the episode, I still like that more. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you have no whimsy. This one is very whimsical. It, it is 100% whimsy, and I was Absolutely. not on board for it. No, you got, no you're not. Uh, you are far from magical. <laughs> okay he, he's a teenager now who knows what age uh and then he buys a car his parents don't approve of that because he buys a car and then quits his job and all he does is sit there and wax his car all day it's, it's a big masturb- masturbatory alle- allegory that's all it is yeah he's he's stroking that car yeah. like the one shot the reverse shot they do where you see behind mark hamill it looks like he waxed the paint off the hood it's like damn dude you gotta take it easy you're gonna get you're gonna chafe you're going to go blind. Yeah. Oh, here's, yeah. here's him waxing Play the car. You can't really see it, go. but you get the idea. Just re- just remove us from the screen. Everybody will be able to see it. Nah. I could also can. play it yeah. on the screen. Yeah, you, you can remove us from the stream. Oh, I can just show it on the... Just screen share it. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Hold on. Gosh. Here's him waxing. But then it does... <laughs> but look. It... Oh, you can even see it from here. It looks like he just... Strip the paint. No, off. wash all the car. <laughs> wax on, wax off. Don't forget to breathe. Dick, I want you to take the lead on this plot here. What happens okay. from here? Well, he becomes a bum. He works hard for about five years, saving all his pennies to buy this car. He's supposed to go to college. He doesn't do it. His father <laughs> is so angry with him that he kicks him out of the house. And tells him to take all his shit and get the fuck out of his house. And this is them kicking. This is him leaving the house right this here. This is him leaving, and he's talking to himself, saying, "I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna be a millionaire." <laughs> the world needs more dreamers. Dreamers, huh? All right. I am. Here's where I hate Mark Hamill the most. He does a weird voice here. I'll do just fine. <laughs> he sounds like he's gonna burn their house down while they're sleeping. I wish he yeah. would have though. I was thinking he's going to crack and become a serial killer. If this episode would have been done today, he would have killed his parents. We don't see the parents again. He might have. Exactly. We don't know. So I'm going to assume he did based on what he just said. And plus, later he talks about the grandmama. So he had a better (laughs) relationship with his grandmother than his parents, which is serial killer psychology 101. It's funny that you mentioned if this was done now because they've actually resurrected this series and they're doing it again. I think it, it got canceled. I don't think it's coming back. Oh, yeah, right. I, I, think, I, I think I think it was <laughs> a right. one and done. Okay. Because nobody cared. Here's no. the other transition to later, 1955. This one I saw. Yeah, when, that, that just, one that one needed to be consistent through the entire thing. Yes. Just wait till the the transition of the of the uh, of the of the, the white hair bush into mm-hmm. the um, midget. <laughs> Okay, I did actually like that transition. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, there are things to enjoy in this episode. It's just it's fucking weird. But I okay. think the three of us kind of made a lot of our own fun too. Yeah, it's a uh, okay. So here we go. Nineteen fifty-five. He 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 rolls up on these on these kids. Excuse me, I was burping. And uh, we made a lot of molestation jokes right here, or at least I yep. did. I don't remember if we all did, but. Oh, absolutely. He's just like, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to found you like the last kids I had here. So uh, what's going on? I don't know why they're at his house. I have no idea. 
Are they are it's they the, eviction it's the, eviction the, note? Boo- yeah, no, it's the Boone, the guy that yeah. bought the property. He's surveying the property. He's got his kids with him. He's checking out this place because it's a freestanding home or a freestanding structure that needs to be torn down. So he's just pretty much putting the eviction sign uh, up on it, basically, saying, but get the fuck out. He doesn't even need to put an eviction notice because it's illegally built on his land that he owns. Well, then, yeah, exactly. He explains it all in, in dialogue. Yeah. He could have just lit a match and threw the fucker, then drove off with his kids. but Pretty much. He he put he puts a let's see here he puts a the kibosh and, and a, this guy talking to his kids right away though. Yeah. Is this your place? So this is Mark Hamill in, in 1955. I live here. Mark oh, actually it, it was Mark Hamill 1986. <laughs> I'm Paul Treadwell, Boone Development Corporation. Anyway, who gives a shit? But you know, hold on, that shot right there, Mark Hamill reminds me of a uh, Torgo. Yeah, <laughs> he needs a theme song. The master will not be pleased to he needs see put, that. He needs to put like a bunch of blankets in his pants. <laughs> master to... likes you, and he's talking about George Lucas. <laughs> uh, Jewbacca. Just thinking about that. <laughs> All right, so yeah, continue. Also, uh, he gets kicked off this land. He's uh, flash forward to 25 more well, years oh, wait. of living in squalor in his car. First we see this, where the the tumbleweed turns into... Yeah, show us show us the, the best effect of the show. <laughs> Back it up when it rolls over into the corner. I just did. This man, this man put a bullet in his chest. <laughs> yeah, that's horrifying. That is so sad. This, it gives this episode so much more meaning now. Does it? It kind of oh, makes yes. me think this might have led to the gunshot to the chest thing. That's what I mean. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot more deeper things it doesn't, going on here. That doesn't change the episode. The episode changed the man, which is the wrong way. It should be the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, he, he sits yeah, there and this, he... this didn't have the same effect that, you know, an, uh, Reanimator had on Jeffrey Combs, okay? It's kind of like, yeah. more like the opposite. Yeah, yeah this, uh, he argues with the with the, the troll about, ah, you said I was going to be rich. And he's like, well, well, that rich means a couple different things. Eh. He Everything he says is, he's like a horoscope. Everything he says is really vague. That annoying fucking voice. Like, yeah, uh, that annoying drunk voice. Is... And fuck Mark Hamill for listening to a, an ugly, smelly-looking fucking midget uh, Hagrid uh, taking that advice over literally anything else. I That's my biggest problem with the episode. Exactly. Is the kid hears a little bit of advice outside from a magical creature, and instead of assuming <clears throat> he dreamed it, he changes his entire 65-year life after this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He it's completely changes story. everything. <laughs> it's a sad story. It's, a, it's, it's amazingly sad. It's I, hilarious. It is what it is. That's all I can say. It's it's fucked up. This is not an amazing story. It is just like I said, sadder than Andersonville. And Andersonville was I, I true. Have, I have a question for Dick, though, and it, it, it's a serious question. You 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 are a collector of of rare antiquities, oh. uh, especially when it comes to toys. Okay. And yeah. I see where we're going Is with this. Is this a source of inspiration? <laughs> well, I mean, it just kind of goes hand in hand. I would say it's a source of inspiration. Did it's you just... were you visited by a mystical like? <laughs> 
elf back No, in, okay. I, I was uh, brutally anally raped by a pack of midgets. <laughs> We're close. Okay. I want to cheer myself up. And I, had, and I had to tear off my brass buttons to trade for food, for salt pork. Oh, salt God. pork. Oh, I haven't had salt pork in forever. In a coon's age. Ugh. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, he, he argues with the guy, and, and then he doesn't really give him any information. But then it cuts to him, inside, like, in Vegas. It looks like he's pretty much in Vegas. Like, this is the beginning of the makings of Vegas. Oh, where first... he's out in the desert. First, he has, like, a weird, wet dream about the troll right here. You can laugh. I don't want to get it's an odd. It's a very odd transition. Yeah, it's very strange. I don't understand the, why they would do this. <laughs> it's like, if that wasn't ugly enough, it's like, let's think about that some more. There's, there's no age cut here. There's no... It doesn't tell you when it is. See? I think uh, because of the modern day freeway, you're just supposed to assume it's present. Then. Yeah, but you know, you know what Adam and I are saying, right? Do you not agree with us? That there's no transitions. They're, they don't keep it consistent. If you're going to do that two times, you have to do yeah. it every time. If you show the if you show the the year stamp in one scene, you have to be consistent through the whole fucking thing. I agree. Either do it every time or don't do it at all, and and let us assume when it is, and just show him later. You That's can't fine. Has it both ways. Well, I think the problem was the budget only allowed two inserts. <laughs> that was it. Two text credits. Two text. That was it. That's all I could get. It's one of the cheapest the, things the, you can do, because they had yeah, to pay. Th- this is a Spielberg produced <laughs> yeah. show. Well, right? they had to pay for animated wheels on the World War Two plane that was going to crash uh, in the other oh, episode. Yeah. So yeah. that was expensive. Well, it must have cost a lot of money to superimpose the troll in there and go. No, that was that yeah. was in camera. That was easy. That looked terrible. The 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 fuck yeah the. Uh... The the, the 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 tumbleweed effect was where all the budget went clearly <laughs> no all the budget went to Forrest Whitaker's cameo you yeah. think he's really demanding that much money back then oh absolutely that was after no. um, a no. huge hit um, uh, excuse me he was in a little movie <laughs> called uh, I forgot what it was called 1982 uh, Fairmont uh, High yeah <laughs> fast his, times at Ridgemont High his tiny role in that movie didn't really exactly grant him a <laughs> Yeah, I, I prefer him in uh, Good Morning Vietnam. You're talking about an Oscar winner here. We're talking about Twilight Zone 2002 host. Exactly. We're talking about, you will face the stormtroopers. Uh, Th- that fucking guy. You want to kill me. <laughs> that fucking guy. What are we looking at here? Donnie Darko, you just finally opened it. Did you gather the acorns for Donnie Darko? Yeah, I finally opened it. Dick, your episode has bored him so much that he's now opening up that package finally. <laughs> I just want to say so that. Sad. That's so sad. What do you think he was doing watching? He did the same thing watching hey, Anderson. Hey, this is the guy that was putting baseball cards in his fucking things. That's last true. Week during... That is. Oh true. yeah, absolutely. During my episode. <laughs> yeah. No, Adam's episode. During your ep- yeah, it was during my episode. Yeah. Oh, don't worry, I'll do something during your episode, Phoenix. Yeah. Let- oh, I already <laughs> yeah. watched mine. Let me. Well, well, you know what, Dick? Let's coordinate. Let's both do something really. Yeah. Obnoxious <laughs> this Why me? Do it during Dick's. We should. No, Adam no, and I. We're not going to tell you what it is. You'll just you'll just have to guess. Adam, right? if anything, it should be the two of us doing it during his. Oh, well, we're going to do that too. That's going to happen. You That's just happening. lost your opportunity because <laughs> I'm never picking a show again. <laughs> Oh no! 
No, no. <laughs> That's awesome. I do want that That's so cool. bad. I think I'm going to ask for it for my birthday for my girlfriend. Uh, was it on sale? Oh, it's got another fold in there. It was on sale, yeah. Oh, yeah it's okay. got another fold. I don't want to... Yeah, you gotta, you got to flatten it first. Richard Kelly's first and last movie. <laughs> I want to see the other side. The other side looks cooler. I like that one way more. Damn, that's awesome. I want that's that on my cool. wall. Either one of these would make such a cool fucking t-shirt, man. I want to see if I can get this silk screened on a fucking shirt. It's, it's got t-shirt. a, what's her name? Looking in the mailbox. That's awesome. I'm <laughs> sure, what I'm a sure funny thing a shirt. To, what a funny well, thing to have scenes, on there. man. Yeah. Mother Don't Death. It's the most simple fucking thing, but it's just it's death. the coolest fucking thing in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm Mother Nature's only son. I want you to find that shirt for your my Adam. my only complaint about Donnie Darko is the stupidness of her having word of the day on the chalkboard and it's cellar door. And I'm like, cellar come door. on. But you know what? Only Drew Barrymore can say cellar door and sound sexy saying cellar door. Yeah, but it's like so shatter, on the fucking nose. Like, oh, cellar go down door. to her cellar door, okay? Uh, I like that's how she's such, she's such a fucking flirt in that movie, too. She's like, sit down to the cutest boy in a class. Sit down to the one that you like. Oh, Drew Barrymore sounds like Caitlyn Jenner. Hello, they, she's how not, are you? I'm Drew Barrymore. Yeah, nowadays. <laughs> she has her own talk show, which is fucking weird. Oh, see that? Let's talk about E.T. Okay, so he goes in the... He's trying to get to Vegas to kill himself by driving himself off the Hoover Dam. Which Love he, it. Which he Love tells, that bit. He tells the gas station attendant who doesn't give a shit. I'm going to kill myself. Um, Get out of here, Gramps. Blow smoke in his face. Yeah. And then uh, while he's pulling out his pennies out of this, uh, looks like a Christmas mug, uh, Zoe and Emily Deschanel's mom pulls up. And I don't know why you're laughing. That's literally her. Is it really her? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were being kidding. No, no. No, look. Oh. Watch. It's, uh, what's her name? Joe, Mary Joe Deschanel. Oh, wow. So that must mean that's Caleb Deschanel's wife. Yes. There you go. There oh my is. God, that picture is no. Yeah, no she did not help choose there. that. Yeah, look. She she the, look. You know what she looks like? She looks like Keith Richards in that picture. Caleb. Let's we'll that again. Spouse She's Caleb. She's a patriot. Mother of Zoe and Emily. There you go. Mother-in-law of David Hornsby. I fucking love David Hornsby. It's always sunny. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, uh, Wait, David Hornsby. Which one's that? He plays a cricket. He's not related on... to Bruce Hornsby, is he? No. Okay. Who's the guy? Who's David Hornsby? What was he in? He, he's on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and their the new show, Mythic Quest. The <sighs> dude, he's me. fucking. You don't watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Come on. You love that show. No, I've, I've seen it. Yeah, but I just don't remember him. He's cricket. He plays the priest that turns into a homeless man. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, great. Yeah. He's also a writer on that show. He writes all the yeah. best episodes. But anyway, he pulls out that little mug and then. Uh, Mary Jo Deschanel pulls up, and then she wants to buy this fucking thing for ten grand. She says ten, and he's like, "All right, ten dollars will do it. I can drive and kill myself." And this sets this, up. Yeah, oh, sorry. Oh, side, side note: uh, Is he playing John Carpenter in this moment? <laughs> um, it's his John Carpenter body bags cosplay. <laughs> um, I don't know. He looks like Santa, homeless Santa. He does look like Santa, yeah. Yeah. Well, he looks like he looks like Richard Attenborough. He looks like John Hammond. He he looks like he looks like a combination of uh, Richard Hammond or Richard Lynch playing Santa Claus. Richard yes. Lynch. Oh my God. Hold on. Can you guys settle a debate? Because uh, uh, why can't I think of it? 
Mike doesn't think, or Mike Mike on a Red Letter Media thinks Rich, uh, Richard Lynch looks like David Bowie, and Mike or Jay really disagrees. And I'm like, he looks exactly like him. There are some uh, pictures of him where he looks like David Bowie, and then there's some where people mistake him for uh, um, Christopher Watkins, which is why they always say if you can't get Christopher Watkins, you get you get David Lynch or Richard Lynch instead. Yeah, he's he, he, he takes all the he takes all the roles that uh, Christopher Watkins isn't available for, and the funny connection to that is actually a View to a Kill is Christopher Watkins, yeah. but was supposed to be David Bowie. David Bowie declined, and the reason David Bowie declined is because he can't stand Roger Moore. He's afraid of him. <laughs> I thought Roger Moore was an insufferable son of a bitch. I'm afraid of you. <laughs> I am completely. Apparently, Roger Moore's a big Bowie fan, and he just he just became an obsessed psycho stalker fan. Yeah, he showed Bowie up at his house. He would show up at his yeah. house. I read he that was same hiding thing. under tables and yeah. shit. Yeah, it was the funniest fucking story I ever read. Yeah. Like, oh my god, and that's hilarious. I it made me love that was Dave. his legit reason for declining yes. da- James Bond. Uh, yeah. I want to see that movie. It made me love <laughs> David needs Bowie to be in a movie. I love David David Bowie so much more because I can't stand Roger Moore as Bond. I cannot <laughs> he stand, stand him. him either. Yeah, so all his movies are fucking terrible. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, yeah, apparently, uh, Roger Moore is, is about as stuffy as a stuffy British upper class twit as you, you would oh, think was. he would be. So he's deceased, yeah, or was? Yeah, he's, he's, he's in the ground. He's in that six inch, uh, six feet under now. Yeah, I made he, a he thing. thought it was kind of cool, and he hung around, and then he just kept coming back, coming back. Yeah. Finally, David Bowie starts hiding. Yeah, he, the he was literally hiding shit. behind furniture while he's at the door. <laughs> like, I read that same exact I love thing. That fucking story. It's amazing. Oh, that's, like a, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I want. I, mean, oh. I get the get the guys that does that do from number nine. Get them to make that movie. Oh, I want the guys. You know those those the guys those that, made that always come up. Those lists that always come up, you say, well, if you could just spend an afternoon hanging out with somebody, talking to them. Bowie, man. I just want to hear all the fucking shit that I And you just ask them about Roger Moore stories. Because <laughs> I've read so many Bowie books that I would know to cut past the bullshit and ask the stuff that just has never been revealed. Yeah. Just go from there. You know what I mean? Like the, the legit questions. I want you know? I want the guys that made that movie Creep with uh, Mark Duplass. Remember that movie? You guys ever seen oh, I never saw that one. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. But he's just so he just watches them watches him from the other room. Just I want that director to make this David Bowie Roger Moore story. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Turn on your fucking camera. I don't like looking at myself sometimes. <laughs> don't look at yourself. Look at it's hard not to. I'm gonna turn him off because I don't Okay. Okay, He's I wasn't because we don't love this episode. <laughs> no, I wasn't doing other stuff on my phone while we're talking. Yeah, about yeah, obviously. So, well, okay. I don't know what you're talking about? He uh, he drives his car into Vegas and then he sells all his stuff to some guy for two hundred thousand dollars, who's really excited about having all this. Oh, we got some uh, a Twilight Zone glycerin on his head here. There we go. Oh, big time, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I would say the makeup's pretty good, pretty solid. Yeah. Usually this looks awful, but this this you cannot tell that that's Mark Hamill no, under there. I literally had to ask no, Dick, "Is that Mark bit, Hamill?" Yeah. I don't. I didn't even couldn't even tell. Like I I I keep thinking he's going to try to sell me a flea circus. You know. Well, it helps that they didn't go too crazy. They just put some wrinkles here over his natural folds, like his you know his, yeah. his brow, and then they put it's so covered they didn't have to do a whole lot of makeup, so it works. They put 
below his eye, eye so it has like the, the wrinkles and bags and that's it they kept it really simple uh, again this is amblin they, they can afford some decent makeup yeah oh there she is all right so he sells all his stuff for 200 grand no he doesn't sell all his stuff that's some of his stuff but he said i'll take the whole lot for 200 grand no, the whole lot that he just looked at that's what he's talking about. Yeah, everything because in the car. At the at the end of the episode, he's having an auction with the rest of his stuff. Oh, I thought that was he bought everything no. in the car and then he was. See, this is you got to fucking pay attention. He does know what episode? Oh fuck you so hard because how does that change? <laughs> how does that change how I see the episode? The fact that he had you some more hear, stuff. You don't hear nineteen thirty eight. You don't know it's present day. You, you're not paying attention to what's going on in the episode. No wonder this midget shot himself in the chest. Okay, now I know that. It's all Phoenix's fault. <laughs> now I know all that. It's all, it's all your Great. fault. This man, this man killed himself in 1990. Well, listen to this. Boo. Hold on. Very, very. 200,000. For the lot. Okay. Here's what he says. <laughs> yeah, 200 for the lot in the comics. I'll tell you what, friend. Toys and comics, 200,000. Flat deal for the whole package. Right here, right now. 200,000 for the toys and comics. Yeah. Okay. He's got more than that. He's got I didn't know he had more than that. Why am I supposed to know what the fuck this guy has? Why does because that matter? At the, end, at the very end of the episode when he's dressed up as James Hammond, James Bond Hammond, he's having an auction. His name is Jonathan Quick. Yeah. It's called because, the Jonathan Quick Auction. Yeah, I thought the episode is called Gather Ye Acorns. He has multiple piles of shit. Didn't you see the hoarder bedroom he had before they threw <laughs> yes, his ass out of the house? Yes, but he drove yeah. from who the fuck knows where, Oklahoma, to Vegas with a car he full of shit so Where... many storage units it's not even funny but they didn't mention that they didn't tell no. us that i thought he bought everything in his car and i thought this guy was hosting that auction of his shit that's what no. i thought was going on because that makes way more sense no this was just one guy uh, it's to, to give you the idea that he's selling two hundred thousand dollar lots at a time so yeah. he's going to be a multi-millionaire by the time this is all done i like the fact that, and that's what i liked about this episode actually is the fact that he's so a hobo-ish? I don't know how the fuck does the detective comic survived in the back of a convertible for 60 years. Don't ask. Out in the desert and shit? Yeah. Well, it's dry. Well, you get desert, you get rain sometimes. You know, it's gonna... Weather still exists. Wind, sand. It's gonna tear it apart. <laughs> the desert missed the rain. But, anyway, he's selling all this stuff. He goes to the auction later, and he makes he makes a fucking killing that appears. And then Dick was saying that the, the troll is doing... Uh, cosplay of him john his own cosplay because uh, this is what happens he shows up it's like uh, why is it decades later because he shows up at this at this auction and he's visibly 22 years older beautiful and rare items. and there's the troll well he's got a haircut i mean he made himself look better he's got his nice coiffed hair no but it's clearly decades later everyone's older well, he's, he's the same age. This is probably the same year as, as when he's selling stuff before it's Whitaker. His hair wasn't gray. Yeah, it was. He's rich. When you're rich, you can preserve your life and make yourself look good. Okay. It's the same fucking, again, not paying attention to the episode. Okay, it was gray. Great. So he goes right uh... to here. He talks to the chair like Clint Eastwood. And then uh, she she's back. And then she, I don't know why. Did she actually come back with the money, do you think? 
Because she drives off and is like, I'll come back with a check for is that 10000 Is that the same person, though? Yeah, it's the same actress. Is it the same actress? Yeah. Yep. You didn't pay attention. <laughs> Once <just> again. Saying, <laughs> 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 you walked right into that. There you go. I told you. That's funny. And, and, and it's, a, it's a nice capper to the episode because the midget is a love matchmaker, too. And then at the end, they're walking off together, and it says, $200,000 is the starting bid for his 1938 Studebaker. And then the middle midget goes like that. And he goes, oh, yeah. 200 to the man on the stairs. Yeah. But, ready? See? What an honor. Jonathan Quick. Francine Gazetta. That's her name. That's the same actress. Same character. Didn't pay attention. Subtract a star, sir. No. I'm going to add one. <laughs> I'm going off your method of, you didn't enjoy I'm gonna, it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it 11. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking spinal tap? <laughs> My spinal tap score of 11 out of 10. Um, it's an 11. Let's go to 11. All right. And oh, then he sells it. He, he the, the troll buys everything or buys it. And then it fucking ends. And we're all saved. Um, he say he's a millionaire. He's got a nice older middle-aged woman at his side. And he's going to go give birth to Emily and Zoe Deschanel. If it, only he could get near fucking. Let alone coming. <laughs> to- oh, I think he could do it. You see how much sweat he had on his brow? That guy has some stored up semen. Not when he's, he's old and, and has a. Not when he's all white haired. Pay attention. Again, didn't pay no, attention. You weren't paying attention. He jerks <laughs> off a lot. That guy. He, he, he's, he's primed. Adam, you've been suspiciously silent for a while. I, I'm just. I'm taking it all in, honestly. <laughs> you guys are doing a better job of this than I could. You know what? So what I, happened in this episode that was? So what funny. What made you? Do you like this? Ep- I, I realize I started five sentences, but let, no, me, let me say I, I this. I do like it. I, I think the thing with me this is a nostalgia. This is a nostalgia trip. This is a, a show when when Amazing Stories first came on, like back on reruns, like on Sci Fi Channel. My dad was like, oh, you need to watch this episode. I think this one's the best one that Amazing Stories did. Oh. And if that's the case, then it's really sad that Amazing Stories even exist because there's not did... so many good ones. No, I've seen Amazing Stories. There are better ones than this, 100%. Not really, though. Oh, Amazing but... Stories is whimsy, though. It's Absolutely. There's no, it's there's 100%. Whimsy, yeah. it's, it's, it's very Spielberg-y. I yeah. will say this. I'm looking at the, the highest ratings on IMDb for episodes. This one is number 20. There you go. Out of 45. Yeah, it's mid, so, middle, uh, middle of the road. for Middle of the road, but your dad was like top tier. Top tier, my friend. Top, yeah. top of the heat. Cream you the liked crop. it. That's fine. Everybody has their reasons. You I, like everybody likes shit the, the, that other people the, don't the like. The one that I like, I don't want to mention because I'll, I'll blow everything if I explain which one it is. I, I can yeah. talk to you about it when, when Phoenix can I, is here. But can uh, I ask a favor of Dick? Yes. Can you call your dad right now? <laughs> he won't answer the phone. I want you to try. I want. I want you okay. to. Don't tell him he's live, and just. I mean, you're in California. You have to because we're recording. So well, and be like, just, Dick, just, just nod if you know which one I'm talking about. The one what? that I like the most involves a mummy. You know which one I'm oh, talking the, about? Oh, the the movie one. The, no, the the, 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 the amazing set. stories. It, the episode involves a mummy. Uh, we'll get to that. Well, that's right. They did one. make a movie of this, didn't they? No, I think there's more than one though. Is this the one where the the actor's the mummy? 
I don't want to. I don't want to reveal too much. It's just it involves a mummy. Who gives that, a shit? That one's my favorite. I, because so, I think yeah. there's also Christopher Lloyd one that's a mummy too. I saw that one. That, that one is great. I think that episodes. one's ranked number I one. I think there's but... a. Yeah, be Apparently, more... I haven't seen them all. Then, but yeah. Hold on. Okay, so I want you to be like, just ask him about this episode. Tell him we're recording, so when he gets sued. <laughs> what a dick. Hey, so uh, we're, we're talking about Gathering Acorns, that amazing story with Mark Hamill. Remember that yeah. episode? Yeah. So you liked that one, right? Or what was? Because they didn't like it, and they were wondering why you liked it so much. <laughs> no, is it the one where he's a, he grows to be an old man, and and and, and the, when he's growing up as a boy, the, the boy the, he tells him not to throw away his toys. Yeah, that's it. You no, know, I like that one because it was kind of goofy, but at the end, it it. Uh, See it. It's silly and stupid, but okay, I agree. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, they agree. It's fine. We were just wondering his reasoning. <laughs> They're trying to question my sanity because I picked this episode. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I don't know if it was the first episode. Was it the first episode of Amazing Stories? Sixteenth episode. Sixteenth episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love this right now. Well, that's all. I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thank you. He yeah. said he said exactly the way I feel about it. It's fun. It's stupid. It's silly. Yeah. I have no problem with his description of it. Yeah. You are a little more uh, sentimental about it. Well, yeah, it's, it's stupid and fun. It, that, that's how sentimental I am. Okay, um, that, that's all sentimentality. Well, I say I say how I feel about some movies, and you're like, ah, like I said, uh, what dreams may come, I fucking love, and it makes me cry, and you're like, ah, (laughs) that's me being sentimental. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Okay, now it's fine. No, like I said, yeah, no, it's fine. (laughs) So yeah, ignore your parents. Don't sell your toys. Don't go to work. Don't go to school, and you'll be a millionaire when you're too old to fucking walk or fuck. Well, that makes a lot of sense, really. It is fucking depressing. <laughs> Realistically, if you never spent a dime in your entire life, you'd be a millionaire at the end of your life, too. Yeah. What's the fucking point? Well, he kept his stuff. That's it. I get it. No. He sold his stuff. Yeah, when he, when he was dying, when he had no more money, we had no more pennies in that head. Was he dying though? Because he hooks up with somebody at the end. Is he really no. dying? Well, he's gonna kill himself at the end. Suicidal. When you get to be suicidal, then you can sell your toys. Okay. At this point, <laughs> let's stop talking about the actual plot and let's go into our reviews because I. Okay. Let me pull this up. Adam just created something for us, so let's. Dick, I want you to go first because you chose today's episode. Adam, how yes. do I give him the main screen here? Oh, just uh, click on the little head. There in we the go. Bottom. There you go, like that. Out of ten, where do you rate this episode? I'd probably give it a six. Okay. <laughs> Once you see this episode, it's a six. Yeah, it's a six. It's fun. Like I said, it's just it's it's a it's interesting. It's a fun. It's Mark Hamill post Return of the Jedi. Being an old man makeup, selling toys to Forrest Whitaker. It's funny. That's, I, that's all you that's need it. to know. That's all you need to know. Yeah. I, and, now, and now knowing the story about the midget, I give it an 8 out of 10. 
It's great. Eight out of ten. You retroactively changed it to eight out of ten. Just for the midget story, the reality, because that makes it even more darker and it's fucked so, up. Like this would have been more fucked up if he, well, as he's driving off the Hoover Dam, the the trolls like, wait, wait. All this stuff is where sons in the water and he dies. But they're yeah, they're falling as the midget says <laughs> yeah, it. That's what I'm saying. I told you to wait. No, no, no. You, I should have been more clear. Uh, um. Okay, Adam. Uh, it, it it's it's very middle of the road for me because it, it's the the story kind of meanders a little bit for me. And these are supposed to be amazing stories, and it's not really. That amazing for me, at least, you know. Um, I I hate shit with trolls in it and stuff like that. So yeah, five out of ten for me. That, that, that's 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 what I'm gonna leave it as. I got pretty uh, good at gauging I, Adam's reactions. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Um, it it's not okay. gonna be rewatched anytime soon. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, five five out of ten. Uh, yeah, a lot lot lots of mixed messages here. Ignore your parents. Oh, uh, yeah. It, don't sell your shit unless you're at the absolute end of your fucking <clears throat> life. And then your shit is going to be worth so much money that you'll instantly have everything when you're too fucking old to enjoy it. That's the so. sadder than this. Yeah, it's it really so fucking fucked is. up. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you on that. You know I how do. much that DVD sells for? You know how much yeah. I bought it for? Like, it, it, like four bucks. Amazon, it goes for $44 right now. That's you fucked can, up. You can't this, find it. This is my third copy of guess. it. Wait, let me guess. Let can't me find guess. It. Civil War buffs. I guess it just—it's a movie that doesn't get a lot of play because it's a, it a miniseries. I'm gonna—I'm gonna save all that for that episode. Yeah, that was the sayings for the for the podcast listener. Talking about Andersonville. Anyway, we're but talking about I that next. The, the fact that you, you called yourself "Gather Ye Misery," I think that's what the story <laughs> should have been called. The episode. I'm glad I, yeah. I had that. Should have said "Gather Ye Misery" because it would have made more sense. The misery part of my name here was re- yeah. referencing Andersonville, but it turns out I was really referencing this episode. I just you didn't were know right it. Right on the money. You, 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 you omnipotent. It happened. Yeah, you had a premonition, Phoenix, and it just fucking <clears throat> happened that way. Okay, I, um, I, I'm glad everyone had this reaction. I will. Okay, <laughs> I just want to say before I give my score, it is fucked up that he gets so old, and the, the troll gives him the sage wisdom of "You're going to be rich." The sage, like omnipotence, the same I had about my title here, that he's going to be rich one day. He gives him no information. And he's so fucking old by the time he gets all his money that he can't do anything with it except buy his own coffin. So what ah! the fuck was the point of that? Is beyond me. But at the same point, I did enjoy this for the most part in a in a bad way. Like I thought this was fucking hilarious how weird it was. So seven for me. Oh, wow. wow. I, That's high. And I kinda wanna I like watch how that it becomes again. L7. L seven out of ten. <laughs> oh, how do I? How do I? There you go. That's funny. That's pretty good. I give it an L seven out of out of Z twenty eight. Yeah. Loser. Yeah, I uh, I enjoyed it. I, I, as much as I was making L seven, the band from a Natural Born Killer soundtrack. Yeah. Oh no. You made my shit list. She uh... That's a good song. Anyway. I like this episode actually in a weird way. It's not good. It's not. Good. I like it like I like B movies. Like I like that one episode of Twilight Zone that you guys are all all hated. And I was like, I like it because it's so dumb. 
I like this one. Yeah. It's fucked up. It's stupid. It's weird. And we're never going to see anything the like this. The one with the lady that rides the horse. That yeah. One, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But this one, holy shit. What the fuck was this? And I'm kind of blown away that this made Spielberg's list of, of first season episodes. And he signed and off on it. It's his story. <laughs> yeah. It's his story. You know what? That, that figures because this kind of borderlines along with Kick the Can. You know what I mean? It it's kind of belongs in that same fucking cinematic universe. It's not it's as just, sentimental as Kick the Can, though. A big ball of fucking whimsy. But well, the th- well, it, it it fits into Kick the Can because of the background story, because yeah, of does. the horrible, yeah. horrible tragedy that happened on Twilight yeah. Zone, and now we know the horrible, horrible tragedy. Yeah, of yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything that Steven Spielberg touches becomes death all right he, gather, he literally is yeah he, he literally is final destination right? gather ye 38 slugs <laughs> so on this <laughs> all right we got charlie sheen harvey cattell uh john lithgow of zombie there's the mummy right there yeah, See that, yeah. yeah on the right hand side but it yeah, also, that's the episode i'm talking well, about it has a mummy yeah, and, yeah, it, yeah. and it has christopher lloyd so what the fuck's going on there well, he's uh, it's uh, different, different ep- episodes. That's weird. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. We got a UFO here. I, don't, I can't see who these people yeah, that, are. But... Uh, that's that the... one with the mummy. He's doing the little. Yeah, I, I like that one. Yeah, that one's good. The World War Two one is in the corner. That's the uh, the animated cartoon wheels. Yep. yep, yep episode yep. that one. I don't know what that one is. This one. I don't remember all yeah, of them, but I do one. remember the animated Play. wheels, and I remember that one with the mummy because I had a good is, laugh. Is this Kevin that Costner? One, so. It looks like Kevin Costner. It looks like Costner, yeah. Okay. Is, is it Jeff Fahey? You know what's weird? It, did... it looks like Costner if he was strung out on fucking, like, he had, like, a couple of eight balls over the weekend. Yeah. You know, it's funny because he shit. takes up the majority of the poster, and I didn't even see him. Because I was looking at all these <laughs> characters. And then I circled, like, spiraled into him, like, on accident. Anyway. I'm Kevin um, Costner. I'm only the center of everything. I'm sorry. I don't do it at all. Did you see the postman? That's yeah. great. Do you understand the postman? Did you like the Dave the the, uh, the reference that I made with uh, what's his name the heartbreaker Tom Petty? Did you understand all the layers to Waterworld? It has many layers. How is there still a Waterworld exhibit at Universal Studios? That boggles my <laughs> they mind. They get rid of fucking Jaws and they still have Waterworld. What? Because the fuck? they have they they have like people diving in water and stuff and, and explosions and I'm like, like how why is can't this... they make that a Mad Max show like Mad Max Thunder or Fury Road show? Well, last time I, I was there, they, they still have a backdraft. Just, yeah, exhibit. just drain the pool and just and keep it. Throw the dirt in there. Yeah, you know? backdraft <laughs> is five years older than Waterworld. They still have a thing for that. But Backdraft is actually a good fucking movie. So yeah, but somehow it's outdoors. the The Waterworld one is outdoors. Well, did, you, did you go to the Florida one or the Hollywood one? I've only been to the Florida one. I've never been to the Florida one. Okay. Uh, last year, the last year I went, I went the year before the pandemic, and I wanted to see the the King Kong exhibit, <laughs> and we ran out of time. So when I go back, that's the first one I'm going to do is the King Kong one. Supposedly that one's all outdoors. Okay, so this was a successful episode. This is one of the most fun episodes I've had in a while, I'll be honest. We had fun talking about it, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Absolutely. Um, and we talked about it consistently. We didn't We didn't go off track like we do with, with a lot of things. Like, I feel like we Start do... Start talking with about better stuff, yeah. Last night... Oh, oh God. We, those, we huh? barely oh, no. talked about the Twilight Zone episodes. They're, just I, so unfor- I, they're unfor- uh, uh, unrememberable. 
We need to start doing 30-minute episodes yeah. if we can't talk about it, because we go on and on yeah. and on, and, and of course we have Frank who just rambles on about oh, some God, guy no. he met. Boats and planes and guitars. Yeah. And, and But that's fine, but I can usually rein him in when I want to talk about the episode, but when last night I didn't want to talk about either episode, so I just let him go. And yeah. it's it's I'm like, I have no control here because I don't want to have control because these episodes suck. Yeah. But tonight, this is a fun episode. Um, it, I, I am glad you showed us this. It makes me wonder why you showed us this, though. I think <laughs> it's, it's so weird. inside the dark mind of That's why I like that we have a round of choosing because we get weird shit like this. Because I can't explain this episode or my thoughts about it. Tomorrow yeah. I could wake up and be like, I'm gonna give it, a, <laughs> I'm gonna give it a two, or I'm gonna give it a perfect ten, and I don't know which. So... You're gonna wake up. Nature's favorite son. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that troll's gonna show up in front of me, all superimposed and fade into nothing, oh, and I'm, like, I'm actually frightened at what Phoenix is gonna pick. I, I just, I, I have nightmares thinking about it. He's gonna find something to just torture us. Oh my god! If That's I do, funny. it's gonna be like an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? At worst. Okay. Because I grew up on that show. I want to watch that show again. I want. I want to watch that again. Yeah. I haven't seen that have, forever. That's just like amazing okay, stories. That, that's that's interesting. Hold interesting on, that you brought that up. You, hold on. you grew up on. Are you afraid of the dark? Hold on one yeah. second, Adam. Uh, Are you afraid of the dark? Is just like amazing stories. They both came out early, like in the late eighties, early nineties, and they had a remake. Yeah. And they're both still on the air, technically. But Adam, Pretty much sorry. everything has a remake now. It, exactly why I like Friday the Thirteenth series. Exactly the same reasons you just said. It came out late '80s. I have a, nostal- a big nostalgia trip for it. I used to get all excited about it on the weekends. It was like a ritual, and yeah, that. But know. I know episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark aren't good. There's a huge. I, I don't think it's good in any way. But I'm like, oh no, yeah, there, I remember there, this one. There's there's some bad F13 episodes for sure. Oh, but, you're, uh, you're that we'll close with it. You got to call it F13. <laughs> F, uh, F the 13th. Yeah, not all of them are bangers, man. But there are a lot of good ones as well. It's just bought. 50 hey, 50. and you showed us a video where she gets wicked naked. That's not a Friday the Thirteenth episode, though. That's a movie no, that she was in. I that, said was, you, that was literally the last movie she did. I said you showed us a movie where she gets naked. Oh yeah, I, did. I didn't. Yeah. You know, I didn't watch that. I, I should watch. You that should then. probably oh, watch yeah, it. Yeah, I, 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 I time stamped it because I, I was I was reading her that Wikipedia and it, it, it mentioned something about that. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to research this further. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's looking I'm at it to right share now. This with everybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's like there's like three or four times in that movie. I skimmed through it and I was like, ah, pause. It's uh yeah it's 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 a very um, very Skinamax movie. I didn't realize she also sang that song. The I night in Bangkok makes it. Well, she didn't write it. Uh, Murray Head wrote it, and when Murray Head released his video, she released hers at the same time. Yeah. So, but it's, it's, a, it's, it's a Murray Head song, <clears throat> and she covered it. I don't know who the fuck Murray Head is. So nobody knows who the fuck Murray Head is because Murray Head had that one night in Bangkok song, and then he fucking vanished off the face of the earth. Nobody knows where he came from or where he went. But What's the those two songs out? when they were out were pretty popular. Oh, whatever I put in the fucking... I don't it's remember like now. That was like 23, like days 18. Ago. Yeah. If you, if, you, if you scroll back up through the chat, uh, you'll, you'll find yeah, it. Yeah, it's right, it's right with the video he sent. Anyway, Dick's looking at titties right now. So let's uh, end this episode. We will not be back next week. We're taking a week off, but we'll be back on May 19th for our 50th episode, which might not be the 50th by the time we get there because I have to do two Tales from the Crypt episodes, unfortunately. So we'll, to be determined what episode number it is. But we're watching Inside Number 9, 
Yay. Episode 500, Yay. because it's not an official episode, called Deadline. It's their only live episode, and it sounds fucking great. And I still implore you, do not look up any information on this episode. No. Yeah, you, not, you want to go into because, those as blind as possible. And I will do that. I will adhere to that. Well, before you got on, Adam, Dick and I were talking. He said he found all the episodes of that show on HBO Max. And he's like, he said he wants to watch it, and he's he didn't. I'm like, dude, don't watch any because I want to watch these all together fresh. Yeah, because yeah, I, I was actually with you when you were talking about. It. Well, you mentioned that like I think last week too, and I was like, oh fuck, I want to watch those. And you're like, no, dude, let's let's watch these together. I'm like, okay, yeah. fine, it's no problem. We're gonna get to it every. I don't. Know, the problem with having the creep show on there is we only get to watch half as many Inside Number Nines as we as we would normally. Yeah, but I also want to watch Creep Show, so. It's yeah, a sacrifice. you want to watch some more. It's a it's a sacrifice, but inside number is. nine is one of those I'll probably go back after we cover all of them and I'll watch them in order of that when they came out just to enjoy the you know the development of that show. I asked for some Twitter suggestions for inside number nine episodes. We had a guy named Pennyless at Miriam W five three four seven zero one six four suggested a bunch of episodes. So I have a nice list going here. Cool, um, thanks, man. And also, yeah, and I also got some creep show episodes. I went through them. I'm like, oh, that one looks interesting, and I, I got a nice collection of those too. But that's just me choosing. So, um, anyway, let's get out of here, guys. Um, let's talk about. Unfortunately for Adam, let's talk about Andersonville, um, John Frankenheimer review show. Liw John Frankenheimer review. Um, I will just say, liwstudios.com at liw anthology pod for this show at. The LAW the TZ review for our Twilight Zone show. And that's it. This LAW Studios. You know, the worst part about this nude mm. scene is that she's fucking itchy from Dick Tracy. Yeah, it's sad. You it's have to ignore him. People. That's her, her hilarious. Only nude scene in a movie, and it has to be with that guy. Yeah. She, hey, fuck, she, fucks, the, she fucks the exact same guy later on in the movie. Yeah, By the way, okay. I will never watch this movie. No, I that was her last that. movie. I can't imagine why. Yeah, that, that's when that's when her career hit absolute fuck it right there. So maybe she married Itchy. <laughs> RaidersOfLostFlicks.com for me. Uh, you can find me at Raiders underscore OTLF on Twitter. See, give me the middle finger. <laughs> I just realized. No, that. it's. It looks like the middle finger. <laughs> He's like, "Fuck it, you, audience." If I explained to you what the finger meant, it would. Spoil the entire episode. Okay, so it, it's it's part of that episode. We won't. It's a good one. All right, it's good. So yeah, that, that one's my favorite. It's a, it's a fun one. In three or four yeah. weeks, you can choose that one, Adam, or three or yeah. four rounds, I should say. <laughs> well, now that you expect me to, it ain't happening. <laughs> I don't give a six shit. Six years. Oh no, six years. We'll watch Adam that. won't choose an amazing stories episode. <laughs> what do I care? Gather ye sadness. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Dick, dick it. Adam Will Cox. So long, citizens. Bye, Mark Hamill. Call us. Well, he's too big for that. Fuck you. Rest in peace, uh, tree troll. <laughs> oh, he's been dead for 21 years. Ah, 31 so years. Crazy. 31 that's years. A, Damn. That's hilarious. Not really.